Tagovailoa trying to make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Cologne looking for his first hit of the year. Oh. He drives one! Deep left field! That goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! <laughs> Bartolo has done it! There's only one word that comes to mind. Greatness. What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Red Shirt Podcast. We're um, we're over a week, almost two weeks, um, into baseball season. Um, hopefully we can keep that going amidst uh, some of the coronavirus uh, implications within the league. But nonetheless, um, today I'm gonna be talking some baseball, um, with Colin Arthur. Um, a Michigander at heart, but um, resides actually in Ohio, correct? Yes. So we have Colin on here, um, diehard uh, Michigan sports fan. Um, guess I got a guess I got a theme with uh, Michigan people. Well, again, technically Ohio, but um, knows everything about the Tigers. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining, Colin. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, ready to talk some baseball, that's for sure. Um, so we're going to start off just kind of... I'm just going to briefly go over the standings. Um, just for record, um, it's August 4th today so in the morning, so things will slightly alter. Odds are this will be out tonight, but we'll see. Um, AL East, Yankees on top, 8-1. Eight, uh, eight and one. Orioles, 5-3. Uh, and three. Blue Jays, 3-4. and four. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, 4-6. and six. Boston Red Sox, 3-7. and seven. In the AL Central, it's the Twins on top, eight and two. White Sox six and four. Uh, Collins Detroit Tigers five and five. Uh, Cleveland Indians five and six. Kansas City Royals three and eight. In the West, it's the Oakland Athletics six and four. The Houston Astros five and four. The Texas Rangers three and five. The Seattle Mariners four and seven. The Los Angeles Angels three and seven. To the National League in the East, it's the Braves on top, seven and four. Uh, Marlins technically in second at two and one, but obviously three games played. Uh, the Nationals third at three and four. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies at one and three, and the New York Mets at four and seven. As you can see, the East that middle part, uh, not many games played, but uh, NL Central at the top. Chicago Cubs eight and two behind them the Cincinnati Reds five and five, the Milwaukee Brewers three and four, the St Louis Cardinals two and three. And the Pittsburgh Pirates at two and eight. In the West, leading it is actually the Colorado Rockies at seven and two. The then the San Diego Padres seven and four. The Los Angeles Dodgers seven and four. The San Francisco Giants at five and six. And the Arizona Diamondbacks at three and seven. So just wanted to quickly go over that for those who might not be locked in with every every single game outcome. But from there, we're going to talk about. Um, it's early, but in a 60-game season, it's, you know, everything. You're going to have to make early predictions. You're going to, like, we're basically, for most teams, we're about one-sixth, maybe a little more, a little less, give or take, through the season. So we're going to start with talking about some uh, disappointing teams and surprise teams thus far. Colin? Um, I'd say some, a surprising team, it's the Baltimore Orioles. I don't know how, and I I have no idea how they swept the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the best um, teams statistically and analytically 
Um, and the I'd say one of the most disappointing teams would be the Houston Astros. That whole cheating scandal, I think, is in their heads right now. Yeah, um, totally, totally fair for me. So I have two on both sides. Um, surprising, uh, it's got to be the Colorado Rockies. Um, sitting at 7-2, and two, leading the NL West. Despite the fact that, I mean, here, let me look it up. Nolan Arenado has been a little cold to start the season. The main thing that's kept them here is their pitching, p- their pitching which you would never expect, and I think we can expect to regress. Like, here, let me, let me look up how the – let me look this up. I don't want to – I want to get some numbers to this. Colorado Rockies. I'm honestly not surprised that their pitching is doing pretty good because I'm pretty sure they had statistically the best um, rotation – at the end of 2006, uh, 2018, at the second half of the season, they really? kicked ass. And I, I think it's time for them to rebound. And Herman Marquez, he's getting better. Gray is. I don't know how Freeland's doing because he had a down year last year. Yeah, so far all of them are doing good. Um, Freeland's pitched 12 innings, um, giving up two runs. Marquez, 11 and two-thirds, giving up two runs. Sensatella, even, 11 innings, three runs. Gray's thrown 10 innings, giving up three earned. I mean, Chichi Gonzalez has thrown three innings, giving up three runs. But, I mean, yeah, they're doing good so far. I think I still think regardless there's going to be a sort of regression considering the course field effect, it's just natural. But if they can put up part of this, I mean, they're, they can easily go to the postseason with the expanded um, with the expanded playoff. Playoffs. And then my other uh, surprise team is the Chicago Cubs. And maybe that was the, just the fact that I was underrating them. But 8-2 and two to start off, it's been their pitching. I, I, I was hesitant to jump on the Cubs bandwagon because I wasn't confident – in the starting pitching, the the bullpen's another story. But when you look at the starting pitching, um, Hendricks had his first great start. Second second start was a little rough, but um, nonetheless, you know what you're getting with Kyle Hendricks. Um, Alec Mills been great. I'm gonna talk more about him later. Tyler Chatwood, another guy, um, been terrific. John Lester done it too. Uh, giving giving up one run in eleven innings. Chatwood one in twelve. Uh, Mills two and thirteen, and you Darvish, he's given up three and ten. That's what I was. You Darvish was the main guy I was interested to see because when he's on, he's really good. But um, he can struggle with that with, with inconsistency, and that was my concern with this rotation was inconsistency. So that's why they've done good. The bullpen is quite the other another story. They're gonna have to add arms to keep this going. Um, been very very bad still. Um, Kimbrell's, he's only pitched an he's inning and a third. He's been very disappointing. Yeah, he's pitched an inning and a third, given up four. Um, Winkler's pitched only, uh, one and two thirds, given up, given up a run. Uh, Rex Brothers given up, uh, three earned over two and a third. It's just, it's not good. Um, then again, though, they haven't, with this rotation, they haven't had to throw extended innings, and that's that's going to change because you can't expect this output entirely. But um, I think it's very feasible for them to be able to add some arms. Um, in terms of hitting, I mean, we knew that their lineup was pretty good. There's There have been inconsistencies overall. Um, I want to say, where is he? Um, Chris Bryant, I mean... Hasn't been quite there yet, but, it, you know, I think he'll turn it around. Contreras has been good. 
Uh, Ian Happ, surprisingly, has been very good. And one, once the bats really wake up, it, this could be this could be a big time, big time team in the National League that I think a lot, including myself, slept on. But uh, moving to my two disappointing teams, I feel I'm spending a lot, lot more time on this than you are. My apologies. Um, it's the New York Mets who, and the both disclaimer, both these teams are teams that I fell into the trap of this off season, which I'm already starting I to regret to. a little bit. Um, so the New York Mets, uh, four and seven, just. They've looked bad. Um, here, let me, let me, New York Mets. I just want to, I'm sorry, I keep typing it up. I just want to make sure I have my numbers correct. But they've had a couple good games. They've won the games uh, with DeGrom on the mound. But then there are those games where they just look absolutely lost and they've been pummeled. Um, it, it's it's same old Mets kind of thing. You have this Jonas Cespedes debacle. Diaz, I still, we still... Diaz just was an awful trade. Um, Cano's actually hitting very well. Uh, let's see. McNeil's doing McNeil. Uh, J.D. Davis and Michael Conforto are hitting well. Alonzo, Peter, Peter Alonzo's not doing great so far, but it's early. Um, walking a good deal. Look at the pitching. Um, DeGrom. DeGrom's been DeGrom. He's thrown 17 innings, given up four. That's uh, 212 year. David Peterson. Um has now made two starts, uh, given up five through 11, which is uh, uh, 3.86. Uh, Mats has been good. The rotate, and then Waka and Porcello have been bad. It's the bullpen that just keeps, it, it keeps underperforming. Um, I really like Seth Lugo, uh, 3.6 through five innings, and all, especially for reliever ERAs. Can't look at the ERAs too much early on. It's more of the eye test, but... Uh, Drew's familiar hasn't been great. Um, Edwin Diaz, he's just, it's abysmal. He was, he he looked so good with the Mariners that season prior to him being sent to New York. If he was locked down, if he was in, if he was put in the game, you're losing. Yeah, you knew it was over. Um, offseason, um, addition, Dellen Batances has been bad. And again, not extended innings, but. It, this Mets team just not not getting it done. And the other one, another team I fell into the trap of was the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And really, it's 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 not it's not completely the opposite. But um, here I'm, I'm sorry, I keep typing. Um, it it's been it hasn't been entirely the pitching. The bullpen has not been good, but the starting pitching's actually been pretty good outside of some of the Shohei Otani debacle. Um, Dylan Bundy's been good, thrown twelve innings, given up four runs. That's two eight four. Griffin Canning, his ERA is a bit of three three eight, uh, thrown ten innings, given up four. But he's he's an absolute stud. I'm excited to see him, um, fully going. Uh, Heaney, he's been good. Nine, nine, two thirds, giving up three. Uh, Patrick Sandoval, I think they optioned. He did goodness. Throw Otani, obviously, as we mentioned, not. He didn't get it done. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him. Well, I think he. That's why I think. I don't think it's injury now. I think they just need to make him a full time hitter. Well, that's why. Yes, no, actually, yesterday they said he has. I think it was like a lat strain, so he's now, not. I heard that too, but I think. He, when you think of Otani, you think of bad UCL. Just like when you think of Aaron Rodgers, you think broken collarbone. Yeah, I think I think well, I think to, it's at that point where 
you're going to have to make that decision. As, as cool as this whole thing has been, I think you have to make that decision, and it makes a lot of sense for it to be as a hitter, um, which is unfortunate because we love seeing Otani. It's, it's been limited yeah. overall, but it, it, it's been terrific to see. Um, they're going to have to make that decision, though. Bullpen, which I said maybe could surprise, has been bad. Buttrey's been bad. Um, Hansel Robles, who I was a big fan of, has been awful. He's thrown three and two-thirds innings, given up nine earned. Um, that's just Felix awful. Felix Pena's done pretty good. Felix Pena has done good. He's thrown five and two, five and two-thirds, hasn't given up a run, kind of as the swing man. Uh, Keenan Middleton hasn't been great. Cambodrosian's actually thrown well in four innings. Uh, not a Cambodrosian, infamous blower of leads, Cambodrosian. Um, in the, on the offense, you've missed Mike Trout for a couple games, um, missed Rendon at the beginning of the year. Um, it's, it's been a little, it, it's been a little bit subpar. I mean, Trout, Trout's fine. Trout's doing Trout things, um, when he's out there. Uh, you look at, I mean, Pujols is just bad. Pujols is bad. Um, Rendon, he's only, he's only had, uh, 30 plate appearances, um, so, a little too early to gauge. hasn't hasn't been lighting the world on fire. Um, Lestella's been fine. Not uh, he's walking at a good rate, but like no home runs, nothing too special. Upton has been absolutely awful. Um, one of the worst hitters in the league thus far. He's a uh, nice what is it five for thirty seven. That's terrible. He, he's just bad. Um, let's see. Uh, elsewhere, Brian Goodwin's been really good. Um, manning the outfield. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, Renjifo's been bad. Tice hasn't done anything. I think they optioned Hermosillo and Walsh. Uh, Andrelton Simmons wasn't doing anything before he got hurt. Um, Otani at the plate has been doing well. It's it's an it's, it's a gotten to the point for Otani for his for his pitching mostly, where I think that he um he might have the yips. Um, eight walks in. He's he's gotten four um sorry five outs this season. He has eight walks. You can't let that happen. That's not normal. Yeah. Um, his control is not there. He has no velocity. So when you have no control and velocity with a pitcher like Otani, you might as well just put your catcher out there and let him pitch. Yeah, it's uh it's it's unfortunate to see, but it's just a number thing with the Angels here, and they are calling up Joe Dell. So I am very very excited to see that. But Didn't he make his debut last night? No, he got called up last. They had an off day, uh, yesterday. So he'll that's right. He'll most likely be making it tonight, and I I think Trout should be returning as well. And I failed to mention, obviously, the goat David Fletcher has been terrific. He's been he has he's actually he's legitimately been. He's, Twitter has memed him until being to being a, like a top player this season. He's he's been doing it. He's in three sixty eight five RBIs. He only has three extra bases, but I mean he's getting it done. He's getting on base at nearly a four sixty clip. He's legitimately been the best hitter. So, um, moving on from disappointing and surprising teams, let's look at some disappointing and surprise players thus far. Uh, what are you thinking, Colin? Oh, um, Christian Yelich. When you think of disappointing, this is the guy you think of right away. Um, last time I saw, I I heard he got a double last night. Um. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, he he, he had a double last night. Yes. He got two hits last night. I think 
He's three for 31. You do not expect that at all. This is a guy who had the best batting average on base percentage, slugging and OPS in the National League last year. That's He led the league. He had the best triple slash and the best OPS and OPS plus. And now he, he can't hit for a dime. He, he's terrible. Um, you don't expect it from him. Um, and someone else, there's other players like Jorginho Suarez. This is a guy who hit um, 49 home runs last year, I think, 47-something. Yeah, right there. around there. And he's striking out. He's hitting terrible. He he only has a few hits. Let me see. He has he's hitting 086 at the plate. No home runs. Two over RBIs. He's three for 35. Half of the games he's played is against the Tigers, and he can't hit any of their pitchers. Yeah. He he, he does strike out, but. He's not hitting. He has a 362 OPS, a 4 OPS plus. That means he's 96% worse than the rest of the players in the league this year. That is not good for the Reds. Um, One team, Um, this is more of a team, but the Astros. Have you, have you seen how bad they are? It's, it's brutal. Jose Altuve, he's hitting... 158 at the plate. He had he's six for 38. That's just terrible. Um, Springer. Yeah, Springer's in 182. Um, and then Bregman. Bregman's hitting 211. I don't think. I mean, a couple he, home he's runs, but 182. I guess he's catching up because he was one for 20. That one hit was a home run. Yeah, he's now six he's for 33. He, yeah. Um. Correa, I'm pretty sure he's hit terribly at the plate. No, Correa's picked it up a little bit. He's hitting, uh, he's 11 to 33 now, actually. He's been doing pretty Uh, good. But overall, no, uh, Bregman's not doing it. Um, Kyle Tucker's not not hitting well. Um, You gotta give him time. You gotta give him time, but um, it's that big three of Altuve, Bregman, and Springer. Surprisingly, I mean,. He's, he's only he hasn't gotten a crazy amount of at bats. Martin Maldonado's not even hitting bad, which I never thought I would say. But no, I can totally agree that that trio with the Astros have been dis very disappointing thus far. Yes, Reddick hasn't been too good either. Yeah, especially he's a contact hitter. He he can hit up to two ninety three hundred, and he's hitting two fifty. It's not as disappointing as the other guys, but he's still disappointing. Another player, Cody Bellinger. He he has he picked it up last night, but this doesn't seem like Bellinger. Um, he won MVP last year, and Yelich won two years ago, and they're doing terrible. This isn't what you think of Bellinger. I'm not sure if it's because he switched up his swing because he didn't like that he hit 260 at the um, second half of last year. Um, Matt Olson hasn't done too good. He um he's hitting like one fifty. Yeah, he's not doing well. He, but, yeah, he's hitting one fifty two, one home run and six RBIs. He he does lead the league in walks in the AL in walks, which is a good sign. But the rest isn't normal for him. Hinjin Ryu and Aaron Nola aren't doing too well. Hinjin Ryu, he was Second, he was a runner-up for Cy Young last year, and he he is allowed. Um, 
eight earned runs in nine innings. This dude's earning a ton of money, and he's not living up to the hype. Aaron Nola, he um he was third in Cy Young two years ago. He has allowed four runs in five innings, but actually that's also in one game because the Phillies haven't played in a yeah, long time. Yeah, this is true. So my, that's my bet. I didn't recognize that. No, no worries. Um, and um, who do you think that's been slow, slow to play or on the bump? Um. So for me, looking at it, you hit on, uh, you hit on Suarez. For me, Suarez is he's not getting it done. Um, then here, let me look at it. Um, I'm Andrew Benintendi. Um, these the Red Sox losing Mookie. Um, with how atrocious of a pitching staff they have. Benintendi's been he's been very good since he was called up in 2016. Um, he's. He's been bad. He's he's two for he's a good contact hitter, and he's not giving that. Yeah, he he's two for twenty four. Similar to Olson, he he's walked a good deal. He's walked nine times, but he just looks lost at the plate right now. You know that's another kind of one of the eye test things. Um, not he doesn't look like he's getting it done. And as much as it pains me to say it, um, it another disappointment thus far is Kirby Yates and. Look, I think I think overall he's going to bounce back, but he's thrown three and a third, given up five runs, I think. Last night he gave up that home run to Ballinger. Wasn't a great pitch. It was more of a – I think that was more of a result of belly with a belly swing after um, – because after he looked fine. But his control um, in his first uh, – what was it? His control in his first three – or at least – his two middle outings will just weren't there. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't throwing strikes. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't being effective. Whether it be um, with his fastball, with his fame splitter, I think he'll. I think he'll turn it around and overall be fine. But definitely um, not his his outing against uh, the Rockies a few nights ago, which we ended up still pulling it out, but pulled him for Pomerantz. Um, when we put him in, we, I hate putting closers in in non-save situations. We put him in against the Diamondbacks in a non-save situation, like a tie game, um, and he he blew it. As well as the night the night before, I believe we put him in up four, which he, he did fine. But it'll it'll be interesting to watch. I believe Kirby can bounce back, but nonetheless, a disappointment thus far. Um, on the flip side, to some like surprising guys. Um, I'm looking at, uh, looking back at, I could have went with the Tyler Chatwood pick, um, when talking about the Chicago Cubs, but I'm going to go with Alec Mills, actually, because I was, I was doing some research on Mills, and he's actually, um, he's nobody, he's, well, he's a nobody, and what's really interesting to me is he hasn't even, he's been bad in AAA, but pretty good in the majors when he's been there. Um, like you look. Honestly, I I'm gonna be honest. I don't think this whole Alec Mills. I don't think it's gonna last long. He has five walks in 13 innings. That's uh, that would be a 3.5 walks per nine and seven strikeouts in 13 innings. Hey, he's not allowing hits, but a walk is basically a hit. You, you can't keep doing that. Um, I think he's gotten extremely lucky, and if he keeps this up, it he's gonna have to start having to pay. 
Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, again, I, I'm not saying this. I don't know how long it'll last, but when you look at his numbers in, like, when you look at 2018 and 2019, in AAA, he had a 8184, eight, I can't speak, um, an 8.84 ERA in Iowa, um, through 125 innings, gave up 67 earned, and then, um, when when he was in the majors, um, he only threw eighteen innings, but um, gave up eight, which is a closer to a four ERA. And then twenty nineteen, he was even worse in uh, uh, AAA in Iowa. Um, not as not quite as many innings, but one hundred four innings, gave up fifty nine earned. And then in the bigs, he threw thirty six innings with a two seven five ERA. So he's been it's been this weird outlier effect, and then this year he's been good. You mentioned that um, the walks numbers and the lack of strikeouts, which makes it hard to believe he can sustain it. But thus far he's been very good, and I've I've enjoyed watching him pitch. So that whole him him along with Tyler Chatwood um, fits could also fit the bill here um, in terms of surprising uh, another. Su- I don't know if I necessarily call him 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 specifically surprising, but the way in which he's been able to maintain his play surprising is Mikey Stremski. Um, last year as uh well as a very old rookie, close to thirty almost. Um, he put together a good rookie year, and thus far he's been mashing. Um, yeah, he's, I get what you're saying because um because he did have a good year last year, but it's really like was it a fluke? He's got to show that this is real. Yeah, it seemed like he it was primed for regression. But thus far, he's hitting, he's 13 for 39, and he's drawn 12 walks, um, which I believe is uh, tops in at least the National League. Correct me if I'm wrong. So at least the league. Okay, yeah. So he's, uh, and he has that 333 batting average, uh, 490 on base, 692 slugging, and an OPS over 1,000 at 1,183. That OPP leads to NL2. Yeah. Um, has three home runs. To, he had a two home run game against my Padres, included both, I believe, both base shots, um, one to walk it off. He's he's looked good, and uh, it's... It, it's fun to see, I feel like, despite, I mean, he's in the NLS, so I can't like him when he's playing the Padres, but it's a fun story, um, you know, the grandson of Carl. Or That's right, yeah. Grandson of... Say, like, oh, sorry. No, continue, continue. Um, he, um, like, we gotta make sure this isn't a fluke, and that he's not just the grandson of Carl Yastrzemski, and that's the only thing he's known for. Yeah, that and that's what that whole narrative's been fun. And as um, an older guy getting caught up, I think it's it's been very fun to see him play on his own and prove that he he's he's not bad. He can he can swing the twig, so that's been fun to see. I think I mean I don't know if he can I don't know if in the end he'll lead the league in on base and walks, but I think he can end up ha- having another good season and another way that the. Uh, Giants, despite having an awful roster, will find a way to not be as awful as we all think. Um, yeah. um, One and the thing that I find funny is that Joe West, he's been, this is off topic, but he's been umpiring since 1976. That was when Carl Ustremski was in his age 36 season. This was towards the end of his career, and he's still umping for Carl Ustremski's um, grandson. 
that is that is a fun fact there. Um, that is crazy. God, Joe West all the way in 1976, blowing calls then, blowing calls now, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then my last surprise player, um, who uh probably has brought Colin has made Colin angry Jacoby in the Jones. past. It's Jacoby Jones. Um, he's a guy who I mean. He's just been very bad at the major league level. He's had a couple moments, but this year he's hit. He's uh, eleven to twenty nine. Um, that's a batting average at three seventy nine, four nineteen on base, seven ninety three slugging, um, OPS at one thousand uh, two hundred twelve, slugged three home runs. Never been a power guy. I mean, uh, most home runs he's hit in the season is eleven. He's hit three already. Seven RBIs. Uh, Three doubles. I mean, he's led the Tigers. I mean, Tigers have been surprising in general to this. Uh, what is it, five and five record? Yeah. Um, and he's been the cog in it. Um, kind of fun to see. Will he keep it up? Odds are no, but fun to see. I mean, definitely. I feel like for you in such a expected poor season, gotta be gotta take all the victories you can. Yeah. Yeah. This is a guy who. Missed a month of time in 2017 because he got hit in the, I think it was the jar or something, by a pitch. And what was funny is that he ended up putting like a, what's it, it's, it's I don't know, it's one of the things you put like in front of your The your chin guard, the chin guard thing. Yeah, the chin guard. He had, he has it on now because it's still because that incident, a few games ago, he um he got hit in that chin guard. Which is, he has that because of that um, time he missed last year, I, um, a few years ago. Yeah. And he was fun to watch last year. He is a hell of a player in the outfield. He he catches every single ball out there. If I don't know if you guys seen that um, home run he robbed of Victor Robles a year ago, but that was crazy. I feel like I remember that. I can't pinpoint it, but that sounds that sounds right. He's he's so electric. He he's so fun to watch on the base paths too. He, he's a football player, and I think um, he he played football in high school. He's willing to sacrifice his body, and he's just a hell of a player. He's so fun to watch. Yeah, I mean that's what I think you said. I mean he's he's always been regarded as a good outfielder and good um, runner. Just not been able to get it down the plate, seeing it a little bit this year. Um, do you have anything to add before I move on to our next segment? Oh, um, no, um, there's a few other surprising players. Donovan Solano. I'm not sure. Um, Jeremy, I'm assuming you never heard of him. No, I know Donovan Solano. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's um, he's on the Giants. He's somebody you wouldn't expect to having a breakout season. This dude's 32 years old. Yeah. Um, he, just a giant thing at this point, I think. Yeah, he's, he he leads the National League in RBIs and the MLB in batting average. It's crazy. He has 16 hits, um, four doubles, 13 RBIs, a home run. He has... He's only struck out five times. A four fifty seven um, batting average, four seventy four OBP, two twenty OPS plus, one thousand one hundred thirty one OPS. This, I wouldn't expect it from him. And someone else is Kyle Lewis. 
he is a prospect that actually did surprisingly he he actually did pretty well for the Mariners in his time last year that he was up there. He played in 18 games. He had six home runs, 13 RBIs, 268 batting average. Right now, he has 17 hits, three three dogs, nine RBIs. Uh, I would expect him to start stealing bases soon. He has a good triple slash. Problem is, though, is that he has only walked four times in his 19 strikeouts. That leads to American League. One off from Ronald Acuna's MLB leading, who is a disappointing player this year. So if he doesn't cut down on the strikeouts, problems will show up. Yeah. And someone else that has surprised me is Rio Ruiz. Um, He's with the Orioles, right? Yes. He was actually with Atlanta a few years ago. I saw him in a minor league game, and some dude was heckling him. Uh, he, he was playing against the um the Mudhens, the yeah. uh, Tigers AAA affiliate. Someone was like, you suck, Rio. That was not fun, funny. But he has three home runs, seven RBIs, hitting 318, seven for 22. He He's done pretty well. Yeah. And I'm looking at this right now. I was looking at Donovan Solano. He actually... um. He kind of he played well last year with the Giants. Um, yeah. He only played in eighty one games, hit three thirty though. I mean, it's really a Giants effect. They even with non talented guys, they're able to find a way to uh, stay afloat. Yeah, everyone they find is old, washed up. They overpay, and then they get the occasional wait. Who's that? That's uh, Solano. He actually he was playing in two thousand twelve. I did. I thought he was like twenty five. Yeah, he's a. Uh, so I briefly remember him being with Miami, um, but yeah, just a Giants thing. Um, so moving on to our next segment, that's gonna be some way too early um, buys or sells. So I have five um, takes, and me and Colin will collectively say if we buy them, like we agree. Or we sell them, we disagree, we don't think it'll happen. So the first one, uh, buy or sell, Colin, uh, Aaron Judge will win MVP. Um, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, um... He's been crazy at the plate. Yeah, he's, um... These last couple games have just been incredible. I'm also going to buy it. I think Mike Trout will be in it till the th- in the thick of things, but I kind of undervalued the, how, the effects of him missing... Some games, um, and and if Judge keeps this up, which I I have no doubt that he can keep slugging these home runs, I don't know how he doesn't win it. Um, honestly, at this pace, he he can honestly hit twenty five home runs in a sixty game season. Yeah, I mean, sky's the limit for this guy. It's it's always been about health. He's looking healthy. He he and he's swinging it great. So I yeah, I'm mean, with you buying it. AL MVP Aaron Judge. I, he's always been a good player, but he's never. I, I never thought he's really proved himself because he's been injured the past two seasons. He he's injury prone, and that's what you're gonna get with the guy as big as he is. Yeah, it's pretty natural. Um, next buy or sell, and this one's kind of inconclusive, but I wanted to get it in there. Um, buy or sell, Eric Hosmer is having a career resurgence. Sell? Hell no. I'm saying I'm saying hold because the more I think about it, I shouldn't have asked this question considering he played three games. But I think he's gonna find himself 
in a better spot than what he's been doing over the last two years. But, I mean, it's hard to expect a guy um, past age 30 to really turn it up. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm at a hold spot. If I had to pick one or the other, I'd say sell. Yeah. But I don't know. It's I'm been fun to see. Because it's, sorry, uh, it's been three games. He, and yes, he's hitting 500. I understand that. But he's 5 for 10. That's way too small of a sample size. You can't be relying on that for a player who is aging and has regressed the past two seasons. Yeah. The one thing that I do really like about Hosmer that's been more of an, an eye test thing um, is his, his swing. He's totally changed up his launch angle. He's been a notorious ground ball hitter, which has often handicapped, uh, handicapped him. But he's been all, I mean, he's been hitting almost every, he's hit every ball in the air. I don't think he's hit a single ground ball in his three games. I, I wish he, he's battling a stomach thing. Wish he, we could see him a little more right now. But um, he's been he's been lifting the ball a lot more, which is very promising. But again, too way too small of a sample size to say anything conclusive. Um, third buy or sell: the Reds will miss the playoffs. I'm gonna sell that. Um, they have had their early struggles, but hey, they're only five and five. Um, with the expanded playoffs, the Brewers are um they're starting off pretty slow. The Cardinals, they haven't played in a few days because they're just a mess right now. And the Pirates, they're a mess without COVID. Yeah. Um, if they finish second, which I think they will, I'm not sure about first, but I think they can, they can finish third and then still get that 7-8 seed. Yeah. Um, I, um, I'm also going to sell it. Um... I, I still even think they can win the division as I picked them. Maybe they won't be as dominant as I thought. Maybe it was a little too much hype on them. But the lineup's good. I mean, they haven't really even underperformed that much outside of Suarez. Moustakis a little bit, but I think he's heating it up. Votto's actually... Votto's been fine as well. Um, Castellanos has been Castellanos. Uh, we'll see a little more from Shogo Akiyama. Hasn't been much so far. I'm not really concerned with the offense. I think the offense will pick it up. The rotation's been good. Uh, Sonny Gray's been terrific. Trevor Bauer, been very good. Uh, Castillo, not quite on par with the other two, but nonetheless, he's he's only made two starts. I'm not concerned. Di Sclafani uh, threw five innings of shutout ball in his start. Um, overall, I think... The starting pitching is good. What's going to hold them back and what they're really going to have to make a move for is the bullpen. So the bullpen's been atrocious. Um, it has. Like, look, you look at it. Um, Rysel Iglesias has been awful, throwing four innings, giving up uh, four runs, three earned. Uh, Nate Jones has been all right, four innings, giving up one. Um, but, like, Michael Lorenzen's been terrible, three and two-thirds, giving up five runs. Uh, Brooks Reed and... Uh, or Brooks Raley and Cody Reed have combined for five innings, giving up eight runs. Pedro Strope's been fine. He's only thrown an inning in two thirds. They need to add. They need to add pitching at the deadline, uh, or by way of the bullpen, if they want to be successful. So I'm, I'm also I'm also gonna sell it, but they need to add pitching um, in the plan. Really need to pick up any Castillo. He has had two starts. His first start was dominant, and then there's a second start. They were both against Detroit. I think they picked up against them a little bit. But 
I think the, the bullpen has has its struggles. Struggles, sorry. But he will, they will, Um, I think they'll pick it up. Because Rocio Iglesias, this isn't normal for him. Um, Nate Jones, I'm actually surprised he's done this. Um, Lucas Sims, he's done pretty well. Lorenzen, he, he, he blew two games. And Amir I'm, Garrett, yeah, I Amir, Amir Garrett's been fine. I, I missed on him. Pedro Strope has done pretty good, too. I, I'm pretty, I, I, positive that they'll pick up the slack. I think they might a little bit, but I think I don't think I don't know. There's no one I trust a lot there. I th- I think you don't necessarily have to pick up a big big arm like you might not have to go to the the top of the crop and add Ken Giles. But I think I think there needs to be some moves because I don't think you can rely on this bullpen even with such a great starting pitcher, uh, start starting pitching, um, if you really want to make a push. So that that's my two cents on it, but. Uh, fourth buy or sell. Lucas Giolito's 2019 season was a fluke. This is a hard one. Um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell it. As much as I don't like when the Tigers face him, I'm gonna sell this. This is a former top prospect. Um. He's made two starts this season. He he had a good year last season, and I think he was picked up in that Chris. Oh no, it was the. It was that. Yeah, that was that seemed really bizarre at the time. Not not as awful for the uh, Nationals as maybe it once looked, but still maybe not great. Yes, but um, I think he'll pick it up. Yes, he has made two bad starts, but this guy's a hell out of potential. Um. If this is a hundred sixty-two game season, I th- I think it's an easy sell. But I'm more hesitant on this one. But I think if he's given more starts, he he will pick up the slack. But that trade, I it still is crazy to this day. Like Adam Eaton has helped the Sox, but they also picked up Dane Dunning and Reynaldo Lopez, who Lopez is a former top prospect, and Dane Dunning is a current prospect who's done pretty well. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sell it as well. But I kind of digged into Giolito's stats last year. And he was very good. But I think not necessarily insane insane. Uh, he ended with a, like a 3-4-1 ERA. And when you break it down, um, his, fr- his first half, it wasn't a crazy difference from overall first half to overall second half. It was a uh, 3-1-5 his first half and a 3 uh Three one, uh yeah, three one five, and then second half was a uh three seven six ERA. Um, when you look at the month splits, it's it's drastic. So, um, April slash slash March, um, which uh, uh, he had he started four games, uh, had a five thirty ERA. Then May he went out absolutely bald, um, had six starts, uh, only gave up eight runs through forty one innings. Uh, June was good again, had a uh, 2.5 ERA through 36 innings. Then July, he was bad through 28 innings, gave up 18 runs, which is a 5.65 ERA. August was good again, uh, 2.45 ERA uh, over five starts. And then September uh, slash October, uh, made three starts, wasn't good, uh, 5.21. So I think it's a he just... I, I'm selling it because I don't think I don't think he's bad, but I think 
this doesn't surprise me because he's just so wildly inconsistent. We saw him, he really, really struggled in prior seasons to this one. Um, yes. So I, I think I'm selling it because I don't think he's he's bad, but I, I think for a while until he proves, proves me and proves everyone else wrong, I think he's going to be a very streaky, inconsistent pitcher. As much as yeah, I, I do, I, I do really like Lucas Giolito. Seems like a really good guy. He was. Um, I don't know if you watched any of the. Uh, I saw. Yeah, he was playing. I think it was Warzone. Yeah, well, and he was also in uh, the Players League, the MLB Players yeah. League tournament. So I watched him a little bit. I mean, seemed like a really nice guy. Um, hope the best for him for the uh, most part. But and I honestly think last season was overhyped. But I, I never saw those month-to-month splits. Um, that does stand out. But he, um, his inconsistency, he's got to control that. But another thing he really does have to control is the home run ball. He has, he, this season, well, he has a career of 1.4 home runs per nine. That's not good. That's terrible. He's given up a six, he's given up 68 career home runs in 426 innings. That's, that's not going to get it done. Yeah. He also has control issues. He led the league in walks in 2018. He didn't even have 175 innings pitched. That's not good. That's awful. That is, that's brutal. Absolutely. You can't let that happen. If he controls that in the inconsistency, I think this is a pitcher to watch for in the next decade, along with Walker Bueller and Jeff Flaherty. Yeah, no, because it's never been an issue with his stuff. That's what elevated him to top prospect. Hell yeah, he's always he's had he has a hell of a fastball, and he has damn good off speed. But if he doesn't, if he's not throwing strikes, if he's hanging stuff, he's gonna go back to his 2018 form. Yeah. Yep, and then the last buy or sell before we get to our two-minute drill is um, buy or sell. The A's are winning the AL West. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it as well, actually. Um, We went over the Astros' struggles. I mean, we talked about the lineup. You look at the pitching, though. Um, you got uh, Justin Verlander is going to be out. That leaves the rotation with a lot of question marks. You have Zach Granke, who hasn't been great in, fr- in his first two starts. I wouldn't worry too much about him. I don't think he's going to be dominant, but I think he'll be fine. McCullers, um, a lot of questions around McCullers. Hasn't been great in his two starts. Um, Josh James, you know, question mark. From Valdez and Christian Javier have been good in their two games started, but can you... Can you count on those guys? And then in the bullpen, it's 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 really a bunch of no names. You yes. have and like I'll I'll admit it. Um, you get you have Biagini, um, Davinsky, and now Roberto Osuna all on the shelf. Um, so you got Ryan Presley who he's only thrown two thirds of an inning, gave up um, gave up a run. Um, so I mean you can't judge that. He'll he's he's a very good reliever. But then beyond him, it's a bunch of guys that I'll I'll admit I only know a couple of them. You got. Brandon Bailey, Brian Abreu, Nivaldo Rodriguez, Brandon Belak, uh, Enoli Paredes, uh, Andre Scrub, nice last name, Cy Snead, and Blake Taylor. So, while they haven't necessarily imploded, they haven't put up bad numbers yet, part of that's, I, I don't think that's sustainable with these guys. I think, um, I don't know how you can count on this pitching. Um... 
this team, it's still a good team. The lineup, um, it seems really good, but I don't know. Did the science dealing really screw them up? Um, in this team, the pitching staff, it is not even half of what it used to be. Like, um, they lost Garrett Cole. The rotation is not the same without that, but you lose Cole, you lose... This was a year ago, but still, you lost Charlie Morton. Hell, you lost Wade Miley. Um, you lost, you, uh, uh you what lost was it? Colin, I understand, Colin McHugh. He was actually decent arm. Um, they lost in the bullpen. Joe, or, uh, Joe Smith opted out, and it was yes, Will Harris right. went to went to the other side, uh, to the Nationals. Um, I don't know. It's it's just I I don't think you can count on this bullpen and I I wouldn't be or the rotation or the rotation really because Granky is good but Granky Granky's also thirty six years old so I don't I you know it's hard to bank on him for with a stuff and Verlander I really I don't, even if he comes back it's gonna just be in the in the final stretch so I think I still think the don't say that about him sorry. <laughs> um actually that's what I don't I don't know if I've told you this. Um for it was like I want to say like my 8th or ninth birthday. Um my grandparents are from Detroit. Uh, I I've told you about that. They got me a life-size Justin Verlander fathead. So on nice. on the on my ceiling actually that's the only place he would fit in my room. On my ceiling I have a life-size fathead of Justin Verlander on the Tigers. So what's up Verlander Justin? Verlander is I love Verlander. But now, with him gone, what the hell is this rotation? What is it? It's Honestly, it, it, it's not good. It? I I like Lance McCullers. I, okay, you have three, three. I don't know if you could say good. Great key Verlander, they're good. Don't get me wrong, McCullers, he's overrated. But hey, you have I'd say three. Oh, Josh James, he has control issues. But this rotation is not as good. And with with Verlander injured, I. I'm gonna say it again. What the hell is it? It's terrible. It it's um, not good. It's not it, it's not good. It, and the bullpen, well, Harris is gone. What um where the hell Davinsky's injured? Davinsky's I'm injured. Sure. What where the hell is Brad Peacock? Um Ozuna, he's still good. Presley, he's he, Ozuna's he's hurt though. Ozuna's hurt. Oh, that's right. Ozuna Ozuna, Davinsky, and Biagini are all hurt. That's crazy. And they do have a great farm system still. We'll Their see. Maybe we see Forrest Whitley. is really freaking good. Yeah. And they're going to need to rely on them the next few years because McCullough's going to hit free agency. Granky, he's, I don't know. He's, he's 36. Yeah, and he's going to hop around other teams, I bet. Verlander, he said he wants to go back to Detroit in his final years. Verlander is a pitcher that can pitch into his 40s. Wait, when did Verlander say he wants to go back to Detroit? I'm pretty sure he said he wanted, from what I've heard, I think he said he wanted to end in Detroit. But he's a dude that can honestly pitch until he's 45. Maybe, I don't, I don't, I never heard that. But and Springer's a free agent after this year too, I think. Who is? Uh, George Springer. <laughs> so we'll and really see. It's going to. Everyone hates the Astros now. And you said Brian Abreu, he's a nobody. He was one of their prospects, and he has control issues. They, Every one of their guys has control issues in the majors and in the farm. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I
they traded uh, two pitchers away to the Diamondbacks for Granky and Seth Beer. Love his last name. Yeah. And they got a few other guys in the minors with some last names. I'm not going to try to pronounce. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still I still see the Astros. I, I think I see him going to the playoffs. And that, that lineup, I mean, it's one of the best in baseball at its peak. But with the oh, shifting to the to the Oakland A's talk, um, oh, yeah, they've been yeah, they've been good, and that's without the the bats have been really quiet. Um, Olsen, you mentioned not doing well. Simeon's not doing well. Chapman's not doing well. Um, Loriano's been really good, but the lineup overall hasn't been that good. Mark Mark has been good, but they're already in this position, and and uh, I think we can expect most of those guys to bounce back. I don't, I'm not as high on Simeon as he was last year, but all those guys should be able to bounce back decently. It's the pitching. Um, Montas mm-hmm. has been good. Fires has. I don't think Fires is that good. Bassett continues. To, Bassett continues to surprise. I mean, sub one ERA. Manaya. Hasn't been great through his two starts. I do really like Sean Manaya, and same with Magden. But the bullpen's been pretty locked down. I mean, uh, Hendricks, he's given up one through four and a third. Uh, Petit's thrown four and two-thirds, given up one. Uh, Diekman's thrown four and two-thirds, shutout. Uh, same with Soria's thrown four innings, uh, only one unearned. Wendelkin's thrown three innings, not given up a run. Lazardo's thrown six and two-thirds, given up three. But, I mean, he's a guy you can move to the rotation. He's young. Um, so you can kind of move him around. Uh, what else? TJ McFarlane throwing three scoreless. That bullpen's been really good. And you're gonna, you're gonna, you will see maybe AJ Puck, uh, get thrown in there. I think, I feel like at some point we'll see Lazardo in the bull, uh, in the rotation. Uh, it's a good, they're, they're a very good team that when the bats, when the bats get going, they're, I, I can totally see them winning the division. Yes, um, like Sean Murphy, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna have a high batting average. He's gonna hit the occasional home runs. He's a defensive catcher. He is going to get the pitchers to do what pitchers need to do. He is a hell of a defensive catcher. Matt Olson, he's gonna step it up. It's Matt Olson. He's just starting off really slowly. I think Chad Pinder. I think he's got something. You know, he has good pop. He's a good. He can play basically anywhere. Marcus Simeon, this isn't normal for him. I think he's going to step it up. And same with um, Matt Chapman. Robbie Grossman, uh, he's he's he is a good contact hitter. And I think this probably will stay. He'll probably drop down to 280, but he he's not going to hit many home runs. He'll probably hit 5 this season at most, but he's going he's going to keep the contact up. Mark, um sorry, uh Ramon Laureano, um, I he's he's been a hell of a defensive outfielder. Best arm so in the game, maybe. Out. He's so fun to watch out there, and seeing him hit, this is this is a good player. If he keeps this up, this is a good player. Yeah, a re- really good player. Um, Stephen Biscotti, he's gonna hit the home runs. He's gonna he's gonna be batting six or seven, and Chris Davis. What the hell is he doing? I mean, he, he needs, knows. if he doesn't start hitting home runs, I think this might be the end of him. Yeah. And Mark Hanna, he's really good. He, I I really like Mark Hanna. He's good. He's also an MLB of the show BR legend. He's uh. also uh, good. He also, he's also an MLB of the show. He's good. 
he's a good simulation player in franchise. Yeah, yeah, no question. Um, no, there's there's a lot to like about the A's. I I, I like Seth Brown. I think he I think he's he's um in a regular season he could probably hit twenty five home runs. And to the pitching, Frankie Montas, I forgot about him because he got suspended last year. Um. He's a good pitcher. He has a lot of potential. He did good last year in the time he played. Mike Fires, um, this is honestly what you expect from him. Yeah, he'll, he'll throw a no-hitter, though, still. <laughs> um, I think he'll bump it down to, like, four-year rate, but that's what the A's look for. They're going to look for dudes who can get weak contact. They haven't had a guy who struck out um, – 200 batters in the season since 2001. Yeah. That's crazy. That's last dude to do it was Barry Zito. He ah, was Barry he like, Zito. He might have. Um, Chris Bassett. I love this guy because he was, um, he was actually born where I live. He grew up in my area. Okay, that's cool. I, I live in a small town, like a suburb. He he grew up in the suburbs where I am. Um, we face off against his high school, um, a few times a year, all sports. Um, Sean Manea, this isn't normal for him too, but I think he'll get everything together. And Daniel Beckman, this is a guy he's gonna eat innings. He, he's not gonna go out there, Chris Sale, everyone, throw twelve strikeouts and eight, um, eight innings. He's gonna throw six to seven innings, give up two runs, and strike out three or four guys and walk a batter. That's what the A's look for. Liam Hendricks, this is what you want for him. Um, just Miro Petit, I, I don't know how to say his name. But yeah, yeah. He's, he's always been a serviceable reliever. Um, he He's always been pretty good, and I think he will keep it up. Jake Diekman, honestly, with a three-pitcher minimum rule, you do you think about guys like Jake Diekman? What's going to happen to someone like him? Because they are, um, he's a left-handed specialist. What is he going to do? You bring him in. You used to bring him in for one batter, and now you got to give him the full inning. And he actually has done pretty well having to um, pitch one inning. Yeah, King Soria. If you don't know, he. Tigers had him. They traded Joaquin Soria for Jacoby Jones straight up in 2015. But he, um, he's done pretty good. I think you should. Ex- he's going to keep it up. I think JP Wendelkin. I think he can keep this up too. Jesus Lazardo. Why is he not starting? That's why I think ultimately he'll kind of slot in where Megden is. Um, get some more. Someone's going to get injured at some point or get COVID. Yeah. They'll have to throw in Lazardo. I honestly think it's a bunch of malarkey that he's not in the rotation right now, but I think they'll throw him in there and Birch Smith of all people. Ugh. <laughs> I think Birch Smith was, was a Padre. Doing good? What the hell? Yeah, Lou I mean, Trevino, Lou Trevino's just... been the only one that hasn't doesn't have a really a stellar ERA, which speaks to how good they've been in the bullpen. Yes, and he's he's a good pitcher. Yeah, he's he not really bad. Is. So I think they're, they're... that's what I got to say about the ace, though. Yeah, um, they just—they're uh, a good team. They're gonna get it done, and with all you know, the drama around the Astros with the pitching, 
um, the slow starts for their big trio. Why not? I, uh, I don't know. I was kind of low on the A's going into the year. I got, I kind of saw some big regression, and they're just going to keep proving me wrong. That's what team like the A's, you shouldn't bet against them, and I, uh, I did it. But, um, we're going to kind of transition towards the end here. Say, sorry, say that again. <laughs> I said only Pete Rose would bet against them. Yeah, well said. Um, we're going to move on to our two-minute drill. Um, for those who are new listeners, first off, go back, listen to all the previous episodes. They won't disappoint. Um, two-minute drill, uh, just some rapid-fire questions to uh, my guests to end off our time speaking. So, Colin, um, got any questions before I start the timer? Oh, you gotta get this in two minutes. I can't give an explanation. Uh, well, you can uh, try. You can give an. You can try to give an explanation, but can you we only do it after. I mean, a little bit, but I we've we've had a couple people fail it recently. You got you got two. You I'll I'll let you go over, but the goal you got to get it under two minutes. Okay. All right. Timer going in three, two, one. Angels or Rangers? I um. I like the Rangers. I like Chris Woodward. Um, is Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer? Hell yes. Um, uh, will we see Casey Mize in 2020? Yes, he's going to be up next week. Uh, where will Boston finish in the AL East? Fifth. Uh, Corey Seager or Marcus Simeon? Ooh. I got to go with Simeon. Uh, who wins the NL Central? Cubs. I predicted Cardinals. I got to say Cubs now. Uh, worst manager in baseball? <laughs> um... Whoever is managing the the Pirates. Yeah, Derek Shelton. Um, uh, will DeGrom three-peat? Well, oh, will we three-peat? Um, I don't think so. Um, Can the Mets turn it around? No. The rotation's half of what it used to be. Lux or Franco? Franco. Uh, first Marlins player that comes into your head. Ichiro. Oh, sorry. Stanton. Nope. Ozuna. Krijelic. No. D. Gordon. Nope. Um. How about Jorge Alfaro? <laughs> uh, who ends with the best overall record in baseball? The Yankees. Uh, White Sox or Indians? I hate the Indians. White Sox. Adele or Kalanick? Kalanick. Young. Uh, is Orlando Arcia finally taking the step up at the plate? Don't really think so, but I think he can get something done. Uh, Passan for commissioner. I prefer Bow. I prefer Bauer, but I like passing. <laughs> that all you got it done. Um, minute thirty five, not too bad. Um, Colin, thank you for joining me. Uh, and make sure uh all you listeners um check out the blog theredshirt.blog. Um, you got follow look at the social medias Instagram the dot redshirt, Twitter the redshirt blog. Gotta work, gotta work on getting the Twitter up. But um, stay tuned. Thank you all for listening. Colin, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And uh, that is all for the Red Shirt Podcast.